Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. All right. Well, good morning. Going to get things going. One of the things that we have been working on, and she's going to be with us today. Did you see the four women that rode from San Francisco to Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii? Now, you've taken a plane, if you've been to Hawaii, you've taken a plane from LA or from California to Hawaii, if you've been there. It's a long flight. Yeah, five I mean, hours, five and yeah. a half hours. You got to eat maybe twice. You got to mm-hmm. watch, 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 watch again, mm-hmm. stuff. And then you're there and in different time zone as well. Imagine going on a sailboat. That would take a long time, be hard, mm-hmm. be nerve wracking. I'd be scared. Right. So scared. Imagine going on a rowboat the size of two tubs, not you, Jeffrey tubs, but two bathtubs. Yeah, it was like 20 something feet long. Not so big. Uh Uh-uh. And they all went and they rode, R-O-W-E-D, from San Francisco to Honolulu, Hawaii. Like, forget about the distance. How about just finding the place? (laughs) Like, are we going straight? (laughs) I don't know. You're relying on your nav systems. Right, and the ocean looks the same everywhere. Right. I'd be worried of creatures. Creatures and weather. Well, yeah. If you get a bad storm, what are you going to do? I just, I don't even understand it, to be honest with you. Now, would you ever do it? No. No. Really? I would do it if there was another boat that was like following us in case anything no, did go wrong. Not. Then I could jump into that boat. Yeah, you would. If, if, if there, there was, was a, a safety boat following, net. you yes. would row from here to Honolulu. Yeah. I would if there was a safety net like that. So just you out would there row, in the wild. Row, you'd row your boat. Well, I mean, I'd have to train and get right because you got to row the it. boat. That's like a lot of rowing. But I know you got to train. For I would it. definitely be the, the slacker of the team. Tony, like, would you do it? No chance. I don't even like to be in the sun for more than an hour. Yeah, you would not be on that team. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> would so you do bad. it, Ryan? I just, I just don't even think I have the capacity to understand how to do it. I think you could. Now, I like being on the sea, and if there were a chase boat, but I'm not down. You know, 34 days? I don't think so. Would you 
do it if it I, was on land? Like you hear these people that walk across America? Or yeah, I could like I'm cycle. I'm so good at that stuff. I have an I'm impatience sure. issue. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I really don't know if I could do it. I don't know. I give them credit. Anyway, one of the women who did it for a good cause, they uh-huh. did it for a great cause. She's coming on. So much to talk about. And of course, you probably have seen this if you haven't. You're waking up to the sad news that we lost Los Angeles legend Vin Scully passing away at 94 years old. Um, just hearing this. It's time for Dodger baseball. It reminds you of being out of school. It reminds you of summer. It is a, it's a voice that you hear and you get excited here in Los Angeles. I mean, if you think about 94 years old, so he was the voice of the Dodgers, Vince Scully, for 67 years from 1950. Imagine how the game broadcasting, it's all changed over all of that time. 1950. Now, Rick Monday was uh, announcing last night the game, and here is what he said during the broadcast. We have some bad news to pass along. And for those that have followed the Dodgers for so many years, and haven't we all? We lost a legend. We lost someone that brought us the joys of baseball. And with very sad news, the passing of Vince Scully today. And for those of us that were touched by him, listened to him, and learned from him, This is a uh, a deep loss. And to the entire Scully family, we send our, our love and our respect and our thanks. This is more than just a game for those that have touched us. So true. And of course... The Dodgers won last night, 9-5 to in San Francisco. Um, and after that win last night, the Giants posted a tribute to Vin on the video board. Uh, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts was saying there's not a better storyteller, and I think everyone considers him family. It is true, you know, not knowing him personally myself either, but so many of us hearing his voice over the years, you really feel like he is your uncle. You feel like he is part of your family. So Vin Scully... A legend. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So you're talking about getting a sandbox for Baby Savea? I am talking about it. Actually, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit because okay. I, with the twins, they weren't necessarily very excited at the beach. We had only taken them a few times, but every time we did, like, Aza didn't want to touch sand until she was, like, almost three. Was it hot and were there bugs? It wasn't hotter bugs. It was, like, I don't think she liked the texture. Maxim, Maxim was, like, whatever. But with Savea, it's, like, we've, we've been fortunate enough to take her to the beach a lot more, I think, this summer as a baby. And I've noticed that she gets right into the sand. Like, she learned right away not to put it in her mouth, and she likes to play in it. She like It doesn't, like, bug her. She likes to be, you know, in the sand. And so... For her birthday, I thought maybe we get her a sandbox. Like maybe we mm. actually like, you know, but as a parent, as a kind of like OCD clean kind of parent, like I don't know that I want the sand just trickling into the house and stuff like that. But so I do, do I deprive my child that actually does What's enjoy? deprivation by not getting a sandbox? Well, okay. Yes, you do. Okay. Well, why Tanya? 
Because a day at the beach, you already have sand all over your place. Could you imagine you're having a day at the beach 24 7? No, I agree. It's going to be like, there's going to be sand everywhere, like throughout the patio and into the house, in your bathroom. But it's like, I mean, we had a sandbox. You did. Park. Oh, at the park. When we would go to the park, we get in the sandbox, and I found it not so exciting. You get in there, there's ants, red fire ants were in the sandbox. You get in there and other kids have messed up the sandbox. And so I think the sandbox, look, just you, here's the thing. When I look in at this Mm -hmm. as Uncle Rai Rai, just you questioning the sandbox is reason enough to say no. So I'm with Tanya on that. And yeah, you'll regret sand in the bed, sand in the It will, right? It's going to get everywhere. Sand on the floor. And sand is tough. And then if she (laughs) has it at home, she's never going to be excited to go to the beach. Well, well, that's, that's the other thing. Interesting point. You want her to be revved up to go to the beach, and then yeah. over time, she'll learn to get along with the sand. Yeah, I was like, I was excited about this one, and I was like, oh, maybe I should just do it, you know, whatever. And then Michael was like, what about snakes? It's like they could hide in there. Snakes, like, fire ants, cats, litter, poop in mm-hmm. there. Oh, um, no. What about that game, Cornhole? Why don't you get some Cornhole? That's for, like for a one-year-old? Yeah, whatever. When she gets old. <laughs> because of the sandbag? Yeah, sandbag. A little cleaner. You don't have to worry. The bag's in a... The sand's all wrapped up. You're good. <laughs> oh she gets the feel for sand, but she gets to throw it through that hole. It's much more fun. Everybody wins. So the CEO of Instagram says they're putting things back the way they were after a lot of complaining about the recent changes. Too many reels, too many suggested videos, not enough friends photos. But if you're still getting too many videos... And suggested posts. Here's some hacks to keep Instagram like you like it. So, for example, I don't know how, what happens when I open Instagram. I see pictures of people I don't know doing stuff I'm not familiar with. Right. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always see those people thinking, I don't know them. It's like every other photo now. It's constant. Right. But what's the point? Like, not I already have FOMO with the people I know. I don't need FOMO with the people I don't know. Well, they're curating your algorithm, so it's stuff that you either you like other people's photos that look like that, or like. But the I like doing. people I know doing that stuff. I'm with you on that. Is but that what just, people are complaining you about? You hit the yes. Instagram up top, and then it goes to just the people you follow. So you could just adjust it then. But I do like a little bit of the sprinkle. Oh my gosh! I don't need to see people I don't know. Uh, I can barely keep yeah. up with people I'm following. That's true. <laughs> so I actually get confused sometimes. Like I don't know that dude with the dog. But you right? watched the whole video, didn't you? <laughs> no, I don't. I get I get all in my spin. So anyway, snooze suggested post. The next suggested post you see, click the X at the top and select snooze suggested post in feed for 30 days. So that's one way to do it. Oh, good. Another. Select favorites. Click the Instagram logo yeah. in the top left. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I was talking right, about. So let me go there. So I'm going to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Don't comment on my cooking post. All right, so so Instagram, now what? And Search? then from there, you can go either to favorites or following. So you can literally do everyone that you follow, or you no, can create a favorites list. Oh, I need to go home. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm here. The Instagram up top. So hit Instagram up top. Instagram. Right there. And see how it says following okay, or favorites. Yeah. So you This pick. is my hack, but thanks for telling me. What yeah. do I do? You go to following. Yeah. That's the people that you follow. Yeah. Or you can go to favorites. And that can be your favorite. So I just so favorites I, I, did, list. I hit following once and I got Easton. Yeah. Easton, so now, what are you doing? Oh my God. People you follow. Well, it's Easton in the middle of the street in his skin tight biker clothes. Oh, good for him. What's he doing? Easton, are you? Oh, around? I see him too. He came up on mine right away. Wait, what? I, I want to go back to people I don't know. I'm a bike guy. He said, I want to go back cycling. to strangers, please. Good for Easton. 
Wait, is he still around? Is he sponsored? Oh, no, he's not around. He's out biking. He's wearing a full-on sponsored what is bike great? Sorry, just so you know, we just went to Friends. We're going back to Unfamiliar. But he's uh, one of our engineers. And no wonder he's not here. <laughs> he's, he says, I'm a bike guy. And he's in the middle of the street. And it was bandax. two minutes ago. It's actually really oh, funny so that pops up. Because I've been thinking about being like a, a cycling couple. Just don't dress the part. That's the whole point. Is like dress it, do I'm it. Not all for everybody when they dress up like they're Why actually in the let race. Let her be a biker if she wants to be a biker. Okay, yeah. well, don't do it on Instagram? Wednesday mornings. Okay. Easton out there. No wonder Tubbs is back off assignment. Now Easton is out training for the Grand Prix or whatever <laughs> we you call, call it. Call him. <laughs> yeah, let's call him. You got a cell? It may have a cell. Yeah, of course we do. Call it up. I mean, dial it up. Do it on your phone. Put it on speaker. You know what's interesting? I'm glad I'm going through Instagram to see what people are doing when they're not here. <laughs> and by the way, don't post during the show when you're supposed to be at the show. I think this is a later post. This obviously is not a live post. We're about to find out. He's coming in live. Nobody posts live. Nobody posts live anymore. Yeah, it's oh true. my god. So yes, it's a VIP. Nah. Yeah, it's a VIP. You do need to look on Instagram a little more. Maybe like throw some comments and stuff. You know. Look at your cute video you did with Luke Bryan. Oh, let me see. Mm, what's up? Slow motion. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a TikTok, guys. <laughs> I know, but it's on Instagram, too. I know, but I put it on TikTok. Okay, well, go look at it at TikTok, too. No, I can't find it. Why do I look? I got to work out. Let uh, me see. Hold on. Wait, no. where is this? Wait, where's Easton? He's Easton, so are you there? hard on yourself. Hold on. Hi. Look what are you doing wearing spandex in the middle of the street, <laughs> posing like that on your bike? It's for aerodynamics. Uh, I'm trying to go fast. Are you sponsored? I, I, Am I sponsored? Uh, no, but you fake it till you make it. You know. Are you off today? Uh, uh, yeah, I was just taking a quick break. <laughs> but see, I thought you were out biking right now. No, no, nobody does that anymore. Nobody posts live. Okay, guys. Yeah. Stop yelling at me. I'm, I'm talking to Easton, who's not working today. Clearly, no, he but is when working. was that? Uh, it was earlier this morning before the show started. You know, I get up really early, Ryan. Oh, I thought yeah, it was from was like on the some weekend. Farm road with the white picket fence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's all, Easton. Thank you. Thank you. I'll keep it up. <laughs> Enjoyed that. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> all right. We're sidetracked here, guys. Let me give you the quote of the day. Distance yourself from people that bring out the person you're not trying to be anymore. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Okay. Let me play it. I just want to hear it. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Just a few words and so signature. What a warming and familiar voice. Uh, sad news to report. Sisney has the latest on the passing of Vin Scully, the iconic voice of the Dodgers. Sisney. Kiss FM headlines with Sisney. Hall of Fame broadcaster Vin Scully, the radio voice of the Dodgers for nearly seven decades, passed away last night at the age of 94. The Dodgers announced Scully's death on social media, calling him the legend of the broadcast booth, the heartbeat of the Dodgers. Scully died at his home in Hidden Hills, according to the team, after being informed by family members no cause of death was provided. So when the new school year begins in two weeks, students at Los Angeles Unified Schools will no longer need to submit to weekly COVID-19 testing, at least as long as they're symptom-free or complete an online health check form every day. 
LAUSD administrators made those policy changes official yesterday. So instead of on-campus PCR testing, school districts will give out antigen tests and urge students to take them at home before returning to class August 15th. TikTok has filed patents for TikTok Music, suggesting that the video sharing platform has a music streaming app in the works. TikTok's parent company filed a trademark application in May with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. It follows a TikTok Music trademark that was filed in Australia last November. According to the filing, the service would let users purchase, play, share, and download music. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Brooke Downs was one of the four women that rode from San Francisco in a boat. Rode the boat from San Francisco to Honolulu. We are going to meet her next. First, Ashley in Corona. Ashley, good morning. Hi, good morning. What are you up to? How can we help you? So I need an advice. My friends and I planned a girl's trip to Cancun. And one of my friends invited her man, and we don't know how to tell her that her man can come with us to the trip. Okay. So I don't know what. Why to did do. she invite her man on the girls' trip? Yeah, this is a no. No, I mean it wasn't even part of the plan. You know, it was just girls. So I don't know what to do because we don't want to tell her because she's very emotional and we don't want to hurt her feelings. But see, the plan was all girls. You know. When did you make this plan? A long time ago. Yes, it was like probably three months ago. This is a no. She just she can't have him there. Why does she think she can? And it's rude. I don't know. That's what we're, I don't know. That's what we're it's, like wondering, like what made her do that? If no, she knows it's, it's all no, girls. It's no more worse for you to tell her that she can't, even if she feels bad, than it is for her to assume she can bring the guy. True. Right? So this is easy. So, so, we, so we, so do you think we should just tell her? Yeah, you do. Well, no, because then she's going to be, how do you, no, you got to can- cancel the trip. Cancel no, the trip. not the trip. She can cancel no, herself. No, can't cancel. No, no the t- girl shouldn't come if she can't come without her guy. She's out. Yes, I agree. Right? I agree. Because... How many okay. girls are going? It's five. Right. So, so awkward. And then there's just a random dude that has to be hanging out with you guys. You're going to have... Yeah, no. It changes the whole dynamic of the trip. Exactly. You can't have your conversations that you want to have. The part of a girl's trip is not having your significant other there to really just... Hash it out. Yeah, but like, okay, it's so easier said than done. How are they going to have this conversation with their friend? It's, it's so easy. If she's your good friend, she should know better and Guys, or it's understand. it's a girl's trip, and we are not bringing SOs. No yes. significant others. If you don't want to break away from your SO, then the four of us will go. We still love you. 100%. But we out. Yes. Right? Okay. Are you Thank the girl you so that much for that advice? <laughs> no, Thank I'm not. You. But, I, like, I just feel like it's... It, we're saying just tell her not to bring him, but it's clearly going to be very awkward if she's like already planning it and told him. But she's they making don't. it awkward. He should understand, too. And if I was the dude, I wouldn't want to go on this trip with all these girls. No, by the way, exactly. Ashley, good luck. And thank you for calling. Good luck. You know what to do. Man, that really revs me I don't want to go on a boy's trip. Not like fun. with your boys? Yeah, no. <laughs> Why? They're so fun. They're not. Yeah, they are. Well, I don't know. I'd rather do double like. date trips. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Like, why do I want to go with a bunch of dudes to do dude stuff? Well, I no. don't know what kind of dude stuff you do, but... Well, they do dude stuff. Well, for us, like, a girl's trip is way more fun when there's no significant right. others. Okay, but for me, I don't need to go... Fishing? Right. <laughs> or whatever I would, or I would pay so much money to watch you fish. <laughs> or paintballing or whatever they want Talk to do. Talk about someone who's, like, impatient. He would never be able to sit there on the no, boat. No, I've been on these things. They're like, okay, guys, we're doing all this stuff until lunch. I'm like, great, I'll see you at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's guys' trip. I'm like, yeah, well, it's your fault. <laughs> I wanted to bring dates. Oh, 
gosh. It's so much more fun to go on a date trip than a guy's trip. I, I don't know because I do enjoy What does trips. Michael do on his boys' trips? He doesn't go on boys' trips. Exactly. He, I mean, unless it. it's like a bachelor party, but he does go. What do they do? I don't know what they do. Tubbs, you ever go on guys' trips? No, nah, not in a very long time. So you, you get it. It's more fun to do with your SO. Yeah, totally. Mark, you ever go on guys' trips? Never, ever. Right. <laughs> Okay, but Tanya, we don't like guys trips. You go on girls trips. Yes, I, I go do. on girls trips, yeah. and they're so needed. Does first Robbie of all. like guys trips? Uh, I don't honestly think he's ever been on one since we started. Maybe dating. guys just don't do trips together. No, guys do do trips. My brother in law goes on a guys trip twice a year, and they love it. And they do so many yeah. things. I don't want to be. He did around. one weekend with like his brother. Like athletics. They do all kinds of like. I surf they're up early they're surfing <laughs> then they're hunting yeah, yeah, then yeah, they're yeah. paintballing then they're golfing yeah, i'm like this is dreadful this is what happened when robbie went uh, on a weekend with his brother they went mountain biking on their first day and he broke eight ribs <laughs> friend of mine asked me to go ice fishing ice fishing that sounds horrific yeah what do we do well we go in the middle of nowhere up by you know the north pole what? and then we have to go to a cabin in the middle of an island out by the ice fish i'm like is this you where understand? you drill a little hole in the ground like the cartoons from yeah, back i guess in the day? so yeah. i don't know yeah. but i am not using my vacation time to go ice fishing with i don't want to freeze uh-uh no i have so many days that's i'm not i'm using those sparingly with the right stuff <laughs> the right people and the right people which is no one <laughs> God. It's true. Oh, we should all go it. on a trip together. No, Honestly? I'd rather be not using my vacation time with us. That's the point. It's, We're here all the yeah, time. It's, unfortunately, it's like a break from all of us. Well, no, we we, we, would, we could go on a, a show trip and do it during the week. Well, I have always been an advocate for that. I keep asking you guys to do that. Let's go. You're yes, asking we, not us. We can broadcast from wherever. Where do you want to broadcast from? A beach. Mark, can you get a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then we can wear matching outfits. Like I can and I also can get us like matching hats like to wear in the Just sun. Just make sure it's towel material for Ryan. We did this in Rio, guys. We did. I wasn't we there. did this in London. All mm -hmm. for the Olympics. Yeah, I wasn't there either. Mm. <laughs> well, whose fault was that? I'm not mine. <laughs> I'm not mine. <laughs> not mine. Oh boy, here we go again. All right. I'm always left out. Oh. I'd like to go on a guy's trip now. I've changed my mind. So you saw the four female rowers, right? that made history last week when they arrived in Hawaii after rowing from San Francisco to Hawaii. They were on a tiny little vessel. Uh, Brooke Downs is one of the rowers. She was from USC, and her three teammates, they started the Great Pacific Race in June and arrived in Honolulu, Hawaii after rowing 34 days. You've seen them all over the news. Mm -hmm. And so Brooke is with us. Brooke, how are you? Good morning. Hi, good morning. I have so many questions. So many questions. First so of all, answers. congratulations. Oh, thank you. Now, you did this. You guys were doing this really for a good cause, right? Yes, we were raising money for ADAA, which is the Anxiety and Dep Depression Association of America. And what kind of skills did you and your fellow rowers have before you set out? Uh, we had to learn everything. None of us knew anything prior to this because um, uh -huh. this is all our first ocean crossing. But we had to learn how to fix any equipment that we had that would have broke. We had to learn all of our navigation. Um, the rowing was the easy part. It was just making sure that everything that broke we fixed because if that happens, you either fix it or you learn to live without it. And, and this boat, I guess it is, very small for four adult human beings. How did you survive on that little boat? 
Um, I mean, we had everything that we needed, our food, we made our water, we brought enough clothes, which wasn't a lot, but we just, I mean, we survived with each other and we made it really fun and you just, you had everything you needed and it somehow, it somehow fit on that 29 foot boat. Incredible. And I mean, like I go out far on a raft and get a little freaked out being out at sea. What was it like for the four of you when you're looking up in the middle of the night and there's just no earth around? (gasps) I mean, it was so amazing. And I got to the point sometimes where I would forget that I was like actually in the middle of the ocean. And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, like there's nobody for hundreds of miles. It's like just us out here. And it was really, really cool. Weren't you like scared of sharks? Sharks are actually my favorite animal, and we didn't see any, so I'm really disappointed. (laughs) Well, they're on the East Coast, so you're on the wrong coast, I think. Oh my goodness! Did uh, did you do you guys like swim along the way? What did you do along the way to keep your sanity? So we jumped in the water once, which was like a really special moment for all of us. It was a beautiful day, and then. We had to get out one other time to clean the barnacles off of the bottom of the boat. So uh-huh. two of my teammates did that while two of us stayed on deck just for safety reasons. And you took 90-minute sleeping shifts? Um, when we were lucky, sometimes it would only be 20 to 40 minutes just depending on the off shift we had because it's not just you get to sleep. That's when you make your food, eat your food, and do any boat maintenance that has to get done. Wow. So Brooke Downs with us. They went from rowing from San Francisco to Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Did, did y'all, what were some of the conversations you had? I mean, you're out there in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> you can talk about anything. What y'all talk about? Beer on the wall. <laughs> Sing songs. We, we talked about like everything you could think of. But my shift with Adrian, which was my first hour, we talked about, you know, everything. And then my second hour with Libby, we usually had our karaoke hour. And the shift before we would figure out who we were going to listen to, and we would just have a headliner and jam out for an hour. It was so fun. <laughs> wow. It's wow. really remarkable. It was so great to see you do it successfully and see all the footage. What did it feel like when you made it to Hawaii, Brooke? Oh, my gosh. It was so surreal just being on the boat that last, you know, five-minute stretch where we were still only us on the boat, but we could see everybody on land, and there was way more people that came out to see us than any of us expected. It was insane. Was there ever a point where you're like, oh, gosh, I hope this navigation system's working? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I was lead nav on this crossing, so I was pretty confident the whole time. Uh, we only had that moment when all of our land team was asking us if we had seen land yet, which we hadn't. Uh-huh. And so we were like, why haven't we seen land when everybody says that we should have by now? But it turns out it was just like a little bit cloudy, and then all of a sudden it appeared, and then... Uh. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Well, congratulations and what a well-deserved honor to do it for a great cause and glad you guys were uh, safe and thanks for coming to chat with us. Take care, Brooke. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, bye. Wow, what an accomplishment. I mean, like crazy. In the middle of the ocean and it's a tiny little shoe in the water. There's a toilet somewhere there, right? Well, there's an ocean. No, they can't just do everything in the ocean. No, I sure there's a toilet, but probably can dump it. I don't know. I don't want to get involved in maritime (laughs) issues. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Kiss FM, Dre Snoop. LA's number one at Music Station. I was just going through Snoop's uh, cookbook. Have you seen it? No, but I'm down. I'm making his tacos. Yum. Yeah. It's a great cookbook. I mean, he's great. I know. 
he makes you happy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He really makes you happy. I'm looking for some good salad recipes. Uh, I didn't see Snoop salads, but mm. I'll look later. But you know what? I like a chopped salad. If you take anything and finely chop it and toss it with some toasted nuts, fantastic. It's true. You can use kale. You could do romaine. You could do different kinds of lettuces. But the key is finely chopped and tossed. Well, the only way to eat kale is finely chopped. I know. It's so tough otherwise. Marissa, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Doing well. So, Fullerton, what's up? So, I don't know if you remember, but I called a couple of weeks ago to tell you about this like crazy situation that I'm in. Um, so, I... Um, Got a local bar that I really like hanging out at, and the guy uh, who owns the bar also runs the bar. And I knew that he was engaged, but we really had a vibe going on. And he told me he was thinking of breaking off his engagement, and he asked if I would want to be with him. After now, that. wait, hold on for a second. I think <laughs> I remember this call. Did you had you gone out with him at all yet, or this was just talk? No, no, we'd not gone out at all. It but was but just he was fun. talking about breaking off his engagement before he'd even... I like, remember you, yes. Did, yes. What, did we give you good advice? Um, well, you warned me properly that like, if he's unstable here, he could be unstable there. That and doesn't I'll sound like what I would say. <laughs> well, not you. Oh. <laughs> but like, I also remember you saying that um, if, if they did break up, though... Like, they need to be broken up for their reasons. That's, I said that. I remember saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I probably said it's meant to, if it's meant to be, you guys are soulmates, then it's meant to be, or something like that. Well, it was, there was one that was positive, one that was okay, and one that was like, uh, so anyway, I, I took all of them into account because you don't know, like, this is crazy, right? That's why I'm calling you, right? So, um, anyway, before I could even give him an answer, the next time I went to the bar, he told me that da, 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 he broke up with his fiance. Uh, so maybe so, you guys are meant to be. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I was just shocked. I don't know. He like he's like you guys said. You know, I um, I played a part in the decision, but it was really because they didn't really get connected. Like deep down, there wasn't. No, you didn't do anything wrong, from what I know, right? You were just there, and he's the one that's saying, "I'm not happy." I think I. I think you're my soulmate, essentially, I think is what you told me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I, I just wanted to make sure that it was, like, good, that this wasn't a bad thing. It was like, I'm not leaving you for, leaving her for you, or I'm not doing something, you know, on the DL, right? Like, legitimately, he said he just didn't feel like they were the right match, that he knew he needed to break it off regardless, and that just so kind of made me feel better. About Where are you now in it? Well, um, he asked me out a couple of days later, and so we went on our first date. Ah! And <laughs> was it worth it? It was honestly the most incredible date I've ever been on. Like insanely good. Wow! Like, everything, you know, and like you know how you you go on a date and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It's just like dinner and then go back to the bar. But when you're just engaged with someone and you're like talking and That's you're vibing, your eyes are walking. I mean- Marissa, he was proactive in getting out of a situation he was not happy in. Maybe the two of you are meant to be. It doesn't always have to be so fairy tale textbook. You know? I don't know. I would sleep with one eye open. Tanya, really? if he, he was 
engaged to be married to somebody when he was having these flirty conversations But he was already you. having issues with that. He ended I mean, that he relationship like, before he even started anything with Marissa. And felt like he and Marissa had a connection yes. even before. Yeah, that he was telling her about before he broke off his engagement. Look, Tanya's not wrong. He's not great, but yeah. you really... If you feel the way he feels, then maybe this is the way you are meant to be together. It doesn't have to be so perfect, you know? I think that's totally true because, like, when we were at the bar after dinner, some of his friends were there. And, of course, they know that, like, he was engaged and blah, 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 right? So they, um, one of the guys pulled me over and was like, dude, I get it, but we like you. We give you our blessing. We fully support you. So even his buddies wow. were like, you know? Um, I well, good luck and keep us posted. All right, Marissa. Thanks for calling. I kind of get both sides here. I'm One invested. thing is like, look, if she needs to feel a little cautious, can understand it. But at the same time, maybe this is the way the universe is bringing them together because they need to be together. You know? Yes. I'm here for it. Tiny sleeping with one eye open is going to drive him away anyway. I know. Ooh. Well, uh, no, no I know. Scare him. <laughs> Didn't we do a second date update about that? Or she was sleeping or he was sleeping. Somebody was sleeping with one eye open. Everybody was scared. Everybody was scared. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. There's Akon and Snoop on 102.7 Kiss FM. Speaking of Snoop, I see it posted on my social soon, but I cooked his, it's got a recipe in his cookbook. It's called The Soft Touch Taco. Wait, are you teasing something that's going to go on your Instagram? Yeah, I'm putting something on my, where am I going to put it? It's going to go on my Instagram. (laughs) I did a, uh, I took, you know, I just decided to pull a recipe out of Snoop's cookbook mm-hmm. for Instagram and make it in my kitchen. And so I'm just going to, I'm putting that together. I'm just teasing it. It's called The, T-H-A, Soft Touch Taco the, from Snoop Dogg. That. That. Yeah. That Soft Touch Taco from Snoop. So Snoop, if you're listening, get ready. I'm making your The <laughs> Soft Touch Taco. And that it. might be the first of many episodes of me taking a page out of a cookbook. I like and posting it. on Instagram. Uh, Guys, I need a future. Right? I, I need a future. <laughs> you have I, a I, lot I, of things lined up. But I need something lined up in the world of food programming. So if any casting directors are listening, mm-hmm. I could be your guy. <laughs> let's get a few grams under your belt. Yeah, let's let's get those. A few what under my belt? Grams. grams. Like Instagrams. Oh, I'm like grams. I'm thinking about oh. measurements. I don't want to gain grams. <laughs> okay, I knew you were going to think that. I'm like, why, why not? Let's get a few LBs under your gram. No. That shirt is very slimming, though. <sighs> it's really not, but thank you. It's very okay. Venice, Italy. Uh, great. Well, welcome. Uh, Como stai? So listen, <laughs> we were talking about guys' weekends. Yeah. I'm not really into them. And you've now got a story about a celebrity girls' weekend. Tanya? It- Yes, it was the most epic girls weekend. I was literally watching all their Instagram stories like it was a movie. It was the cutest thing ever. So it was Hillary Duff, Ashley Tisdale, Megan Trainer. So Mandy Moore was supposed to be there, but she couldn't make it for some reason. We don't know. But like in everything that they tagged, they were like, we miss you, Mandy Moore. Um, and then they had a bunch of other of their friends and they went away for a mom's weekend sans kids. And the content was something I never knew I needed from them. So basically... Um, somebody made them all sweatpants as a like mom on one leg and then um, had the names of their kids on like the other leg. Uh, it was so cute. And they all like kind of depending on what they were. I think somebody owns their own makeup brand because they gifted them like their makeup line or whatever. It was just so cute because it was all these celebrities that you wouldn't put 
in the same. Like, I would never knew that they were all friends. You know, it's funny. I actually, in my head, did think they were all friends. Hillary Duff and Ashley Tisdale in my movie were always friends. Yeah. I always thought they hung out and together they all do way that back music in the day class too. together, right? Yes, I think it's all for, spawned from that music class. But I, I just was watching it, and it just felt so genuine and wholesome because Megan Trainor was posting, and she was like, "I have mom friends," and like it just seemed so genuine and sweet. And I just love this group of women so much. So I just. I understand why those moms or moms would want to get together with their friends who are also moms and get a break from being a mom. Well, get a break from being, you know, around the kids. The husbands sent flowers. They like sent notes and said like breakfast on us. As they should. It was so sweet. Like I. Oh, I'm worried. Why? I don't know. Things all going so well and so sweet and so perfect. Something's going to go wrong here. Why do you got to think like that? I just am saying. I don't want anything to go wrong. You know, Hillary Duff, Ashley Tisdale, Megan Trainer, who else? Uh, Mandy Megan, Moore. Mandy Moore. I always in my head thought that they were together. Like, they're the perfect cast of real people in yeah, the real maybe cast this is of a my reality preview show. preview for them to do a show or a, like a scripted show even, though. I would right. watch that. I bet they sit around and talk about- Brainstorm. Well, I don't know if they talk about work. They probably don't I was going to say, I work. feel like they don't talk about work. I feel but like they should the talk opposite. about work for a minute because it's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Waking up this morning and hearing the sad news of the passing of a family friend. I mean, even if you never met him, you knew him, you felt like he was part of your tribe, your family. Vin Scully, the world-famous Dodger broadcaster, uh, he passed away yesterday at 94 years old. Everybody is talking about it, thinking of the fond memories of going to the Dodger games, hearing his voice in the car. Uh, they honored Vince Scully by beating the Giants last night, the Dodgers did. One of the most famous names on the Dodger roster with us right now this morning, Justin Turner. Now, Justin, not only a legend on the field, Justin Turner, but also does some great things for our city, for young people, for our community. First of all, though, Justin, how are you feeling? How are you doing with your injury? I'm doing all right. I'm uh you know, working out every day, just slowly getting back. Obviously, uh, we're playing pretty good right now and just want to make sure everything is good. I'm in a good spot. And I don't do anything to go backwards. So um, hopefully I'll be back out there soon. Well, that's good news. Good to hear. Yeah, I love how Justin's like, we're playing pretty well. I mean, it's you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a throwaway. I mean, you're dominating. Congratulations. The team is doing so great. L.A. is very excited about it. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty fun. Obviously, July was uh, a great month for us, and a lot of guys did some big things and and had some great performances. But uh, can't hang our hat on that. It's it's a long season. We still got a couple months left, and uh, you know, every time anyone comes in to play us or we go to play them, you know, they they want to beat us really bad. It's it's kind of like other teams' World Series. So mm-hmm. we we just got to keep going, keep trying to get better every day. So, Justin Turner with us, this is your ninth season. I remember, I think it was during spring training that uh, your manager, Dave Roberts, said this is the team that is going to win the World Series this year. You've seen the various incarnations and seasons of teams. Did you feel what Dave was feeling early on? Uh, Yeah, when you sit in that locker room and you look around and you see the guys and the caliber of players, I think uh, there's no doubt in any of our minds that, you know, that was the goal. And I think every team, when they, when they show up to spring training, every team talks about, you know, winning the division and making the playoffs and winning the world series. But I I don't know if 
you know, most of those teams actually believe it. And I, I think that's something that this team actually does believe. Like we have the guys and the organization has put us in a position that we a hundred percent believe we should win a world series this year. Well, we are all with you rooting for you and uh, hoping you get back out there real soon. And the thing about Justin, we've talked to him over the years and if you know him, you know, if you don't, he just gives back. He Mm -hmm. gives back to the city. He gives back to the community. He's got the Justin Turner foundation supporting homeless veterans, children battling life altering illnesses and various youth baseball organizations. What is it that you you see and that strikes you, Justin, about these these kids and what you're doing. Yeah, getting to spend time with with these kids, which is actually it's been tough the last couple of years with with COVID. Um, we haven't really got to do anything in person with them. Uh, everything's been virtual, but uh, getting to see them, uh, getting to create experiences with them, and watching their faces light up and hearing how positive they are, uh, what an amazing outlook on life they have and the strength and courage that they carry every single day with what they're going through, I think, you know, kind of puts things in perspective. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times they, they tell me, Oh, I look up to you. I watch all the Dodger games, but really it's the other way around. And you go in the, you go into these hospitals, you visit these kids. Um, you just become super fans of them because of, you know, how strong they are and uh, how bright they are and how, you know, like I said, their outlook on life is just so refreshing uh, with everything that's going on in today's world. Uh, you know, I think they're all the superheroes. Justin Turner, but it is healing, Justin, when a young person sees you. And I've seen this reaction. A young person sees you, and they have a physical reaction and excitement to them, and it sends this this great chemical through their bodies because they do look up to you. But that's a healing thing. You know, that can that can really help somebody out that's in a, a tough situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things about um, – you know, being in the position I'm in is, is to be able to create those memories and those uh, moments and those connections uh, with lots of fans and lots and a lot of people and, and people all over the city of Los Angeles. I think that, uh, you know, taking those extra few seconds and, and going over and saying hi or signing an autograph or taking a picture and seeing the reactions kind of as you're walking away like you realize, it's you know, incredible. just how big of an impact you have on somebody just by taking a few extra minutes yeah. uh, to just to be kind, really. Now, coming up on Sunday, September 4th, it is the Turner Trot 5K. It starts at Dodger Stadium, ends at the Dream Center in Echo Park. So can people join the race, Justin? Absolutely. Uh, sign-ups are open right now. You can go to Justin Turner Foundation backslash 5k or turnertrot.com uh sign up my wife designed all of the uh shirts and the medals they're super vibrant super cool you're going to want to get your hands on them and uh if you sign up right now you get a a ticket to a free dodger game on september 19th as well so um we're excited for it we put a lot of work into it we're looking forward to seeing um a ton of people come out and, and run the race on sunday morning it's basically um you know, the first three miles of the LA marathon that you're getting to run starting at Dodger state 
Hung out going down Sunset and then through Echo Park, get to run by all the little swan boats on the lake and, <laughs> and then head up to <laughs> up to the Los Angeles Dream Center, which is obviously significant for us and our foundation because we do a lot of our work there, especially with our homeless veterans program. So um, it should be a great morning. I'll be out there at the starting line. I'll be over there at the finish line. And um, yeah, go sign up and all, all the proceeds go to the foundation and, and go to helping people in need. Awesome. I love that we get to talk about baseball, but also this with you each year. JustinTurnerFoundation.com for more information, and you can check out the Dodger games on the iHeartRadio app and AM570 LA Sports. All right, JT, get back in there soon, man. We're counting on you. All right, bro. I think, thank you for letting me come on here and talk about this. It's always, it's always fun to come on your show. So. Anytime. We appreciate you, Justin. Take good care. All right? Bye. Go Dodgers! Go Dodgers! Go Dodgers! I get faked out a lot. I think I see Justin Turner all the time. <laughs> you? Um, that's how I feel with the cast from Stranger Things, but yes. But I see I a it. beard like Justin Turner's beard, and I'm always <laughs> like, I think that's him. You know, <laughs> it's not always him. No. Uh, speedy recovery, Justin. Dodgers, 21 and 5 in July. 21 and it's 5. Incredible. It's nuts in baseball. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, 1-800-520-1027 here at KISS FM. Let me grab Angie, if y'all don't mind. Angie, you're on with us calling about your boyfriend? Hi, yes. Okay. I have a problem. Oh, no. Are you, are you looking for advice? Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Great. Okay. All right, so, so we'll here's do our the best. situation. <laughs> So I started dating a guy a couple months ago, and it's going really great. We really get along. Um, So we decided to kind of take it to the next step and meet each other's families. Now, when I went to meet his family, he sat next to his mom during dinner and held her hand the entire time, over the table, under the table. They, They were just constantly touching and holding hands. So I got super freaked out. No one else seemed alarmed by this, but I don't know. This seems like a red flag to me. What do you guys think? Well, Why? I think I'm just picturing Connie when she sits next to me. My mom <laughs> likes to sit next to me mm-hmm. at dinner. Of course. Mm-hmm. Partly because I ask her to hold my phone in her purse. <laughs> and other parties because she likes to like slap me when she tells a story. Uh-huh. You know, like she likes to hit my forearm when she tells a story. And then after Cosmopolitan, she likes to hit my shoulder while she <laughs> tells a <the> story. <laughs> So I think no, that's holding hands the whole time, though. I mean, holding hands above the table. What struck me as strange is under the table. Yeah. Why yeah. are they holding hands under the table? And why are they holding hands? Did they explain it? No, they just, I haven't asked. And that's also kind of what I want to know. Like, can I talk to him about this? Do you think it's going to make it awkward? I just don't know. I felt can like Can you I tell was... me the architecture of the clasp? Like, how are the hands... Oh, yeah, were they interlocked fingers? Or no, were they hands being were they clasped? Not interlocked, clasped. Okay. But it was for a long now, amount of time. I don't know. As a mom, like, I want to hold Maxon's hand until forever. Oh. Yeah, how old is your boyfriend? Uh, he's 25. Maybe mm. not 25. Yeah, guys, it's weird. Oh. Like, it's fine <laughs> to put your hand on your family member's hand for a minute if you're telling a story, talking, or, you know, trying to get somebody's attention. But I think holding it for an extended period of time and over and above and under is a little weird, I Angie. I don't know. I don't <laughs> see anything wrong with it. He loves That's his mom. 
I'm with Angie on this. Yeah, me you too. Guys. It's weird. Weirded out. All right. Well, you're the only ones that aren't parents here. So Okay, but we're also yeah. looking at this from a normal perspective. How, and we have parents. Like that's like I hold my dad's hand, but sometimes if we're walking, like for a short period of time or like never at the but dinner. But not the table, whole dinner like, and under the table. No, Why? Your family. Weird. But twenty five years old, you're gonna hold hands? I don't know. Maxine crawled in our bed this morning and I was snuggling with He's him. Four. I know, but twenty five <laughs> and his girlfriend's over <laughs> yeah. for dinner? I think not. I might be that mom. I'm sorry. Oh, I might be no. that mom. I Angie, know. introduce her to your boyfriend's mom. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. I think it's weird, and I do think you should say, "Look, boyfriend, mm-hmm. this may seem like a little thing, but I cannot get it out of my head. I just noticed this. Oh no! And it's a little <laughs> uh, throw me a little off. I, otherwise, you're going to lose sleep over it, build resentment. It will fester, and that will turn into something worse than just addressing it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I All right, think so I'll bring it up casually. It's like, a good sign that he loves his mom this much. You can tell a lot by a man by the way he treats his mother. That's yeah, but not by t- making out with her. He's yeah. not making you know? out with yeah, her. Basically, he's I mean, what's the difference? Hand. Holding hands under the table? I'm weirded. He's gonna and that love guy Angie go easy. just Thank that you, much. Angie. Okay, I don't see this as normal. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I think it's nice. cute. Like she, okay, if, if he brought her flowers, so sweet. If, if you put your her- hand on top of your hand for a minute or a second, but holding them, okay, how long is dinner? We don't know I, the story. Maybe his mom has like I, separation listen. anxiety and like it calms her and he loves his mom that and much. And a dog. I'm telling wow, you, you this is cold hearted. We're not cold. We're just <laughs> trying to be realistic, and I get why she thinks it's strange. Mm-hmm. And dinner is like starting now, going till I play 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music. That's a long time to hold <laughs> your hand. <laughs> so, can we just talk about parking in Los Angeles? Mm. It's not great, and you don't want to pay those like the fees, right? Oh, the fees are have gotten outrageous. They're outrageous, and sometimes I think I can. Well, first of all, I my credit card and the screen, I can't read the Half thing because the, the sun. Yeah, they're they broken. don't work. They're broken. It's hard no, to it's see the signs. There's like ten signs on top of each other. Well, well that's like, the other thing. You need a degree to read the stack yeah. of parking signs. So I don't know if I dreamt this or not, but somebody told me that someone's inventing an app where you can just hold your phone up to those signs. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Is this is this a real thing? It's a real thing. Okay. To and do then, what? To that, so then if you don't really know and you're like, oh, it no parking you in, on, you put, you hold your app up and it's going to tell you based on that time of day, yes, terms? you can park here. Yes, in human terms. Oh, that's, well, that's what I need <laughs> because when there are six stacked signs, I don't, like, I, I forgot what the first one was by the time I get to the fifth exactly. one. Exactly. And then there's that person doing their job. Mm-hmm. Oh, but do I stare at them sometimes with the chalk. Oh, oh the chalker. You know the chalker. They got to oh, do it. Yeah. Chalking your tires. Mm-hmm. Now, they've got to chalk your tires, but I feel like I always get there right when the chalker's there. Well, there's certain cities that really, dis- oh, to the minute, to the minute. To the- they're waiting for you. Oh, they are. They're like, ah, come on. Sorry. Sorry. And then- Sorry. Read the sign. Read the sign. Read the signs. <laughs> Just do my job, man. Do my job. Read the signs. <laughs> I'll be here. You read the signs. Are you done? Oh, nope. Man. Takes me a long time to read. I'm the slowest reader in the movie when they put up a paragraph of text. They put up a paragraph of text in a movie and the scene changes. I'm still reading the paragraph. You know, at the end of a documentary, they're Mm -hmm. like, and today they are in prison for six minutes on two counts of that. I'm like, oh, that I'm not done. The screen changed. I know, even Legally Blonde, it's like one sentence and I can barely get it. I'm like, anti-gridlock zone, towway, no stop, seven, nine, two, six, towway, seven, nine, two, four, four. I don't know. Green, red, signs, parking stressful so anyway
I bring this up. <laughs> it's like, is there a point to this rant? <laughs> well, no, I bring this up because we can all commiserate. Here's some L.A. parking hacks. Oh, okay. Here I we go. I thought that I'd try and, you know, have a solution here. Here we go. So look for yellow loading zones. Did not know this. Parking in the yellow loading zone is free with no limits from 6 p.m. till 7 a.m., Monday through Saturday mm. and all day Sunday. So if it's in the evening, yellow it up. Great. Um, green curbs. You know what that means. Good. Green is like a, a short, it's like 20 minutes 15. or 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 15 minutes only. They're not, I didn't know this, they're not enforced, the green curbs, between 6 p.m. and 8 a.m. And all day on Sundays. And Sundays. Because I see the green on Sundays and I'm like, oh, I'll be the one that gets. These told. are good hacks. I got to remember. This. Right. That's why I went into the rant so yeah. I could come up with the mm-hmm. resolve. I'm here. into this. And then the other one is DIY validation scanner. So most stores and malls require you to buy something, you know, when you go into a shopping center. But some stores have self-service machines. For example, there's one at the Grove. There's one uh, there in Nordstrom's in the cosmetics department. You get validated. No purchase necessary. So just ask around for the DIY validation scanners. Very cool. Yeah. See why I went on the rant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Three quick hacks there. I think the yellow and the greens are the most useful. For sure. We talk about the four-day work week. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a book called the four-day work week, or the what's it called? <laughs> yeah. It's called the three-day work week, four-day work week, the four agreements, or the four-month work week. Yeah. No, there's that's a different one. <laughs> there's another one by an art, an artist. There's another one by an author I like called the four-hour work week. Is that what it is? There, yeah. The Tim- four-hour work week. Yeah, Timothy Harris. Ferris. Timothy Ferris wrote the four-hour work week, right? That's what we should be proposing. There's a book called The Four-Hour Workweek. Try it. Is that it. like one hour a day, Monday through Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> this guy figured it out. Basically, he's only on his phone for an hour. He tells people, I'll get back to you in a day. Uh, I don't know. If, <laughs> I mean, in theory, it could work. It, it just re- The book, <laughs> Timothy Ferris. This guy's written several books. I like this author. That's funny. Anyway, it's called The Four-Hour Workweek. That's what we should be trying. Well, let's start with a four-day workweek. Well, the UK is trying this out. Is it working? The answer simply is yes. Great. So for the past eight weeks, thousands of people in the United Kingdom have been trying this four-day work week. So basically, there was no cut to their pay, and we're talking about 32 hours a week. Oh. And it's this so far has been the world's biggest trial of a four-day work week, and everybody is saying that they feel happier, they feel healthier, they feel like they're doing better in their jobs, and most people are utilizing that extra day, like so let's say it's a Friday, to get their chores done, yeah. and then they have the rest of the week, and they have Saturday and Sunday to actually do fun stuff, or they take a three-day weekend mini vacation somewhere, and it just it res- makes sense. resets I mean, their look, brain. You know when you first get off on Friday, you're tired. Then yeah. you've got Saturday to get your chores done, or you've got games, and you've got all yeah. kinds of things running around with the kids, so there's like not a chance to take your breath or mm-hmm. catch your breath. So I think it makes sense. Cut a day out so you've got time to get things done. You get a re- uh, sort of uh, recharge charge, and you're back at it better on Monday and you're more excited about the week to start because you're rested and you're focused. I don't know why they put this on hold here. They did. AB 2932, whatever. Right. It was the proposed 32-hour work week right. for companies that have more than 500 workers, but it's been put on hold now here in California. Oh, I know. That's dumb. I'm like, come on, why? guys. Who, who did that? Who did that? I'd like to talk to you. Because Sundays are like errand days. Go no. to the grocery store, laundry. Sundays are not errand days. I, I like, like to get the errands done first. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah, Sunday, you wait till the end because you're, well, because you're in this like 
exciting new relationship where Friday night's all about romance and candles and all the things. And then Sunday night's kind of like, all right, we got to get our groceries for the week. Yeah, I got to get the groceries. But you don't, that's not, you're not living in reality. You're living in a fairy tale. Uh, no. Sisney's in a reality, right? <laughs> Sisney's definitely in a reality. It's a mixture of fun and misery. No. Right. But like, for example, <laughs> when Michael gets done with work on Friday and you're done with work on Friday, what's the vibe at the house? It's fun then, right? Yeah, we chill at the home, obviously. Or if we are, lately this summer, we've been getting away almost every weekend, which has been oh. a lot. Well, a Saturday lot mornings, around. I like to get up and get things done too. If you need to get chores, or you need to get whatever you, you, anything done to yourself, then the haircut. Well, it's Thursday, Saturday morning. You yeah, get it done Saturday before. morning's a good time for that stuff. I'm always blown away by how many people are out. Or I think I'm the first person out. Right? I'm like I'm gonna be the first person out to get coffee and get some errands done or go to the store. Even, yeah, because it's open early. No, a lot of people out even on Sunday mornings. Yeah, What's everybody doing out? They wake up early. Everyone's all about waking up early these days. Well, I'm into this four hour work week, and the four day work week's fine too. Yeah. I'm okay with it. All right. 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music. See, that's how long we'd have been holding hands as 25-year-old and mom <laughs> till now. <laughs> Too much. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, that's it for us, guys. You're on Kiss. Sissy's going to take it to 11. Tomorrow's an all-new Ryan's Roses. Be here for it. And more $1,000 gift cards for clothing from distilled.com, D-S-T-L-D.com on the 10s. 102.7 KISS FM. The weekend is on. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.